Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Radio Free XP Season 1. Today, I'm joined by David Lang, and we're going to talk about his organization, wellmaintained.org. David, what's the brief on that? I'm interested in figuring out if we can take the same practices that Pivotal used to create great software to run that software in a great way. Welcome to Radio Free XP, Season 1. David, great to see you again. Thanks for joining us to talk about Well Maintained. Thank you. So you told me about this, and uh, you know we were both on the operations side at Pivotal. We have operations deep in our blood. So tell me the genesis of Well Maintained, and you know what would you like to do, and do you have helps and interestings for it for for pivots out in the world? Right. So I feel like at Pivotal we discovered and proved a model that produced new features and we could deliver features faster than, than, than clients could consume them. And it was really the, the, um, the experience for the practitioners making those features was humane and energizing and, you know, they love doing it. That is not the world of operating software in general. Um, and so, I want to see whether we can you know, take the same group of people who have that experience of building the great software and figure out a set of, of techniques and way to run teams and way to run software that is uh, not only you know, runs that software in a fantastic manner, um, keeps it available, keeps it on its cost under control, keeps its security patched, but is also a joy for the people doing the work. Yeah, that, so I had the same experience in operations that, uh, you know, I worked at the bottom of the operations salt mine all, all over and it's always a mess. And I was, again, I, I walked around Pivotal just in awe all the time of what the process would produce. And so I, I saw that you could run operations humanely as well. I, I mean, I, we bonded and talked about that a lot. Um, and so you've got this model, you've got the organization well-maintained, and so where are you at with it? We've got this great idea, and so how are you getting it out in the world? So it's very early days, and so what I'm looking for is collaborators. Um, people who, I think you have to, you have to own something in production to, to really understand what the kind of problems are that you're gonna face um, and the tech, the, there is obviously lots of skill, um, in running something in production, in, in dealing with incidents and, you know, finding the edge cases and, and debugging them. But I think that the area that isn't well defined is how to structure the teams, um, and how to you know, what kind of practices um, energize the people doing the work that is often grueling. Let's, let's get right to it. So what have you learned? How would you structure the team? Reason why the standard, you know, pivotal model of weekly iterations, you know, planning the work that's coming in, um, coordinating and pairing and rotating and, you know, reflecting at the end of the week shouldn't be as applicable to this set of operational problems as to, you know, 
creation of new code problems. Um, it's just that the the work that's coming in is often a lot more predictable. Um, if we take, for example, something simple like security patching um, or staying up to date with some dependencies, say Kubernetes, we don't need a crystal ball to, you know, to predict what the work that's going to need to be done every quarter is going to be. <laughs> yeah, there's, I, I learned this great word, meso problems. That is problems that only occur in the medium term. Mm -hmm. and operations is full of meso problems and literally no ability to recognize that you're in a meso problem. Every time you buy a three-year cert or a three-year domain name or something like that, you bought yourself a meso problem. And I've literally never been at a place that had a database of these things and their, and their right. expiration dates. And it's just the most obvious possible thing you could think of. But yet, right now across the planet are people freaking out because their certs are expired. And the person who bought the cert moved on two years ago and no one knows where the cert lives or where it's at. And so I, I agree. Part, part, of the huge, part of the huge deal of operations for me is solving the meso like the mm -hmm. well-maintained part of it is solving the, the meso problem, medium time problems where you're going to lose context. And, and yeah, and I think, I think you've just nailed, you know, one of the things it's retaining context. That is the difficult problem in operations because the problem lives longer than the people involved. Um, and I think that the pivotal pairing model has a hope at, at, you know, because it's good at transferring context. And so my experience at, you know, running operations teams at Pivotal when we had this, you know, this kind of practice of people rotating through teams was that we could keep a team alive indefinitely um, because we had the expectation that the person would only be on the team for a short period of time or, yes. you know, shorter period of time than the team needed to exist yeah it's let's encrypt right it, it's entirely mm -hmm. un you know it's unintuitive that if you if your cert is expiring every day it's easier than if your cert expires every three years. exactly yeah. yeah yeah that's sort of like run at the pain you know if we got something that's that's we know is going to be a tire fire every three years well let's just deal with it every three months yeah and then we can get good at it we can practice yeah. and get good at it and then it becomes yeah can get good at it right that that's actually so if we were looking at innovations in operations we we would say we are we are continually getting better at what we're operating mm -hmm. right and i think mostly what happens in operations is that you get to a tolerable pain level and that's where everyone just sticks or a um an unknown pain level because the previous person got to tolerable and then left and then you joined and you haven't discovered what the pain level is. Um, huh. I never thought about this in terms of you are doing a kind of succession planning. And if you don't mm. set up the team with the full context and culture, then you are, you are constantly exposing yourself to the succession plan problem. Right, and, and specifically the lack of. So, yeah. And then, and then you end up 
in the larger problem of executive, it, it's it, Fortune 1000 and level, lower level and even much higher level businesses. But at the Fortune 1000 level, you get a lot of churn in the executive staff, staff mm -hmm. especially CTO and CIO. And so right. if, you're, if your operations team is not well enculturated, those kind, that kind of churn essentially leaves it, it leaves that staff very similar to the VMware churn. It left the staff who knew what they were doing sort of stranded on an island. And that's assuming you have a good culture on that staff. But if you don't have a good culture on that staff, then it's not an island, it's at sea. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think, I feel like a fundamental change that's just helpful is to try to shorten the shorten the loops you know um, ensure that people experience the operational problems like rotating certificates frequently enough that they can get good at it so you know if you if you have a problem with a cert expiring on you the solution should not be well make sure that the cert only expires after five years the solution the problem the solution should be well let's expire the certs every month and then we can, you know, it'll be hard the first time and then it'll be better the second time. And by time four, we'll feel great because we've, you know, gotten good at this thing and it'll no longer be a problem. Yeah. And so your, your key thing is you recognize that at Pivotal, there's a different process. That process is applicable in operations. And not only is it applicable in operations, it actually might be, make more sense because the operations has a, a kind of known set of problems to solve. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and frequently what happens is the business actually just wants that thing as stable as possible. They would really rather never think about it. Right. Yeah. So I'm 100% I'm with you. The, the models that we learned there are absolutely applicable in operations. So you've got well-maintained. You're looking for collaborators for it. And so at this point, if collaborators had that experience at Pivotal, or even if they never had a Pivotal experience, but they were like, if these guys are serious, like I want that. So where are people going to get involved right now? How do I sign up for a mailing list? Are you doing any kind of AMAs? You know, how, how are you getting out there? You head over to wellmaintained.io and you, you join the community through there. Do you have uh -huh. any uh, community and events you're plugging? Not yet. Um, but what I will, I want to line up a series of conversations with people who are interested in, in this problem space, seeing if we can, you know, improve the way that we do operations and have production systems that they own. So they must have the experience of the problems. And I just want to talk to a series of people and try and identify what are the common pain points and what can we as a group share our knowledge and help each other to experiment with different ways of solving those pain points. Yeah, great. And so I, I think many of us who have an operational bent who left Pivotal have ended up in places with production operations and it's just complete, it's a complete mess. Uh, so the ask is if you have production Mm -hmm. and you want to learn this model and, pr and principally we're going to talk about how would you have to organize a team right and and how would you think about some of the common problems so well we can definitely say 
you know, David and I are both available on the Pivotal Alumni Slack. And if you also hit us up there, David, I'm happy to host on this, you know, even on this podcast or whatever you want to do. We've got the back end all Stay ready to go. Thanks. Yeah. And it, and it will host, you know, it will host, uh, I don't know how many people, but you know, there's probably a minimum minimum or maximum number of people we could have talking at one time, but we can rotate through backstage. So uh, if you're listening to this and, and you're interested in the sort of pivotal model applied to operations, you know, hit up David. If you're interested in participating in this discussion with wellmaintained.io, hit up David on the Pivotal Alumni Slack or go over to wellmaintained.io and sign up. Uh, tell us what you want to talk about and we'll see about arranging a conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Radio Free XP. If you're interested in helping with graphics, bumper music, or other aspects of production, or if you'd like to be on the show, please contact Jesse Alford or Tony Hansman on the Pivotal Alum Slack. You can also reach us via email at jesse.alford at pm.me or precept at gmail.com, respectively. Great.